Hello, hello. This is another edition of the Hot Sheet Podcast. He is Geoff. I am Josh. We are recording much later in the evening than usual instead of my normal bleary-eyed self, uh, usually a couple hours before you, uh, you hear it. So we're going to see if the nighttime is the right time for the Bear Parrot Hot Sheet Podcast. Uh, so this week, the Hot Sheet, I tried to pick a little bit more on the futures game flavor since you know the futures game is coming up this saturday if you're hearing this this is probably tuesday so it's only a few days away and uh jeff you are headed out to your first futures game ever how are you feeling about that going to los angeles uh you're going to see a really good collection of talent how are you feeling about you know getting out there and seeing it for the for the first time in that kind of setting yeah insert comment about going out to hollywood here uh I'm pretty excited. I, I haven't been to a futures game before. Um, you know, it was something that I considered probably doing in the future at some point. But uh, now that I have the opportunity to uh, get out there and, you know, be involved in the festivities in some way, shape or form, pretty excited about that. But uh, I think the thing for me is really just getting out there and seeing players that I haven't had an opportunity to get eyes on um, in person myself. Um, in, in particular, like the National League outfield, like there's there's a, a a large contingent of players here that I'm really excited for. Uh, some of the pitchers too. I think the pitchers are fun, um, if only for the fact they often sort of air it out for an inning mm -hmm. uh, or so. So you get to sort of see like their best stuff, um, and that's always fun. Uh, there's a lot of guys in the list too, really exciting players that I've just happened to have seen several times before because you know they're on teams that are local to me or whatever affiliates that i was able to get out to um less excited for those guys but um the collection of talent overall is uh really exciting and i'm always excited to get an opportunity to see my boy gunner henderson of course you know i am um excited to see some of these guys as well um usually usually the case is that i've already seen these guys in some form or fashion uh, and I will say, you mentioned the NL outfield. I will mention here that Jackson Chorio is on the hot sheet. This is hot sheet podcast. So I want to at least make a passing mention to the hot sheet. Uh, he's on there. Ellie De La Cruz is on the hot sheet. Number one overall for hitting five home runs this week and becoming the first minor league member of the 20 home run, 20 stolen base club, which is pretty darn cool considering he's also 20 years old and in high A. And since the weather has become you know, post tundra level in uh, the Midwest, he's heated up in kind and, you know, 2020, that's pretty darn good. There's only, I calculated it earlier. There's really like, there's three minor league guys within five home runs of that plateau. That's Corbin Carroll, another futures gamer uh, who just got promoted to triple a and had a, yes. they, as, as they said, they had enough stuff after one game or two games, whatever it was, to make a highlight reel already, which is pretty cool. Joey Weimer, Mr. Electric. We knew him out here in uh, Zebulon as like the fan favorite of all fan favorites. Oh yeah. Va Vaughn Brown, a uh, guy who's a pop-up guy with the Giants who's been hitting like gangbusters from day one. And uh, on the other side, there's one other guy and I'm blanking on it. And that makes for great podcasting. But point is, Ellie Dale. No, it's not Zach Veen. It's like one guy who's with, you know, you've, you've made me want to look it up and I might do it later and come back to it as a 
as a, as a callback later on this podcast. But the point is, Ellie is in exclusive. You can't even call it a club because it's just one guy. You know, it's not a club yet. It's just like he's the founding member and he's screening future employees to join him in the 2020 club. He's got that 2020 vision and he's looking for other people who want to see his vision. Anyway, so we were talking about uh, the futures game and you're going out there and you're going to see some really cool talent. Ellie's one of them. Um, yeah. It And my point that I made before I diverted there was usually like I've seen all these guys, but some of these guys are on my list. And I mean, in person are on my list of best players I've never seen. Like for as much as I tweet about Yuri Perez, never seen him in person, zoomed with him a few times. Uh, but in my normal line here is I wouldn't know him if he walked into my kitchen, but he does he stand out. He does, he does stand out. Yeah. You'd <laughs> so, know him immediately. Like, like Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'd be known him as the guys you can't fit through my door. You know, oh, I, uh, mean, I, 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 I got to see Yuri um, during spring training. It was kind of the highlight of my, of my spring training, frankly. Um, and arguably he may still be the best player that I've seen this year. Overall. Yeah. I think Ezekiel Tovar is probably number two. Uh, Francisco Alvarez is right about there, depending upon, um, you know, the bat, probably the best bat overall player. I don't know. I could see the case for Yuri or, or Tovar. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. So who else haven't you seen on this list? I'm interested to, or on these uh, spots. I mean, just uh, um, Kyle Harrison, I've never seen in person. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, same here. rectify that at some point. I've got a couple series I'm eyeing. You know, if I want to line him up and go do a, a, a couple games or a series of my two of my handbook teams, I could go see Richmond versus Somerset at the end of uh, whatever the next month in the calendar is. August is what the kids are calling it. Yes. Um, or it might be July. It might be July. Either way, too. the adult, you know, the adults have other names for it. We'll talk about that on a different podcast. Um, I've not seen, uh, let's see. It's not a whole lot of these guys that are like really high up on my list. I, I haven't seen Cartaya, I don't think. If, if, it, if I have, it's really been like one at bat. Um, I've never seen Ellie. I've seen him just to say hello, but he wasn't in the game that I was watching on the backfield in spring training. He's going to go play in the big league game that day, you know, big league everyone. That was the game where I saw Andrew Abbott carve up Joey Votto a couple times, which is pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. I don't think I've seen Pete Crow. Uh, I, the funny story with me and Corbin Carroll was a couple of years ago in the playoffs in Hillsborough, I was waiting to interview him. And I guess he's like the world's fastest showerer. He does everything fast. And I'm waiting for him to come out. And at some point, the media guy says to me, you know, you're standing right next to him, right? I'm like, oh, I had no idea. He looked so young and he was already dressed in like his, you know, shorts and golf shirt or whatever to go home that I didn't know he was a player. Like I thought he was just helping out the hops and someone pointed out, you're standing right next to him and you have been for like the last five minutes. Wow. That's all uh, right. That's interesting. All right. All right. Embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing on my part. It's not often that you can get a player who will shower and dress before the media gets down there. Like that's, that's a world record of some kind. I'm guessing we're not going to get Brian Bayo. Uh, he's, he's busy in the big leagues. So I wonder who they're going to yeah, replace he might him. Be back. He might be back in the minor leagues shortly. He started tonight, and I believe that they get back Whitlock, Sale, and Eovaldi. Yeah, that's true. Days. So he may actually end up back in the minor leagues like this weekend. 
Uh, let's see who else on this list. I've never seen Tiedemann. Um, I've yeah. never seen Waldachuk, which is kind of impressive because that's my system. Really? And I and I usually I have not had a chance to see him. I didn't do much traveling last year. I didn't see him with Pulaski in whatever year that was, 2019. Just never seen him. Yeah. Um, so I, I had planned to go see that series with Richmond and Somerset last year, but uh, there was an incident with my car and a car thief in Wilmington or a potential car thief that uh, didn't go well. Uh, I have never seen Rafaela. I've seen Spencer Steer, but not as a pro. I've seen him as a duck, go ducks. Um, and I've never seen Jason Dominguez in person either. I'll say, well, that's not true. So I'm at last year's futures game, but I barely count that because it's, you know, it's one game, it's a couple of bats and we're in the, the ox box, which is in, case, in that case was the right field bleachers. So I saw him shagging. I saw him taking BP. I saw him all that. But like, as far as like an actual game, I've never seen Jason Dominguez. So this yeah. is like lighter than usual on guys that I've seen. And there's probably more that I'm, I've never seen Zulueta. Um, but we don't like to talk about players that I haven't seen. I mean, there's a lot of good players in this list that I have seen. I think we all know who my favorite player I've seen this year is the action Jackson Churio of the fighting Carolina Mudcats. Uh, for how for how much longer I don't know but uh, he's certainly turned on the last couple of days and like I said is on hot sheet for hitting three bombs and I think there was a three game stretch in that series where he drove in all of the team's runs there's only five of them but he <laughs> drove them all in <laughs> they did not have a good series at Kannapolis but yeah I, I was gonna say that was probably pretty clear to pick up from <laughs> he, he, he hit a three long just majestic pull side blasts where you're like wow that's an 18 year old <laughs> with that bat speed and their shout out to the canapolis broadcaster who pointed out that you know one of the blasts went 406 feet 102 off the bat uh which is pretty good for a lot of people but for a guy who's that young i'm looking forward i think depending on when he leaves for the futures game I want to get Delmarva's Davy Cruz, uh, a kind of an interesting pop-up arm in the Oriole system that you can talk about more in a second, I think, um, versus Chorio, because Cruz is like a month older than Chorio. So it'll be like the first time I've seen two 2004-born players together, which is simultaneously exciting and depressing, considering I'm a 1985 baby and you are a... 1982. Yeah, we old. We old and broken down and being up at 10:23 p.m. on a Monday is boy, it's 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 hard on the old on the old solar plexus. So anyway, what I was asking you is again, who are you who are you most excited to see besides the guys I, you mentioned earlier? I mean, you you talked about the guys you have seen this year. Like if you're if you're going into this game, who's like the number one guy that if you definitely want to see? Yeah, I think it's Jackson Cheerio. Um, yeah, without a doubt. You know, I've heard I've heard the reviews firsthand, so uh, <laughs> I want to be able to. I yeah, I think it's I think it's really like if you picked like the five players I'm most excited about, it's probably like Carol Cheerio, Pico Armstrong, Hassel, and Veen. Like I, that and just the outfield. Yeah. yeah, that entire outfield is just insane like if you told me that 
that that we had the starting outfield for the National League uh, All Star team in three or four years, it wouldn't completely shock me. Like you have some serious heavy hitters there. So, um, and literally heavy hitters, right? Good yeah. That. So, I think it's Cheerio followed by Carroll, um, probably followed by like a three ABC situation with with PCA Hassel and Veen and all sort of appropriate because they were from the same prep class. So that's a conversation we've been having for multiple years now. So uh, I wasn't able to get out and see them during their, uh, their showcase summers. So yeah, man, I kind of want to, I kind of want to see what it looks like and uh, you know, taking BP, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, hopefully uh, I get some more opportunities to see them in, uh, you know, more natural game situations, but this is certainly a lot of fun. So okay, you're the you're the pitcher guy though. So you're 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 known in, in BA Slack legend as the pitcher whisperer. Oh yeah. Who's who's the arm you're most excited to see? And follow-up question, who do you think is gonna give us the biggest number on the radar gun? Um wow, there's a lot of hard throwers. I, I'm gonna say that we mentioned Kyle Harrison already. I think that is number one. Um, I'm gonna throw that out though. I'm gonna say Antoine Kelly. I, I'm really excited. I think that in short spurts with this guy too um the stuff is just electric I'm excited to see that fastball and the slider um you know he's one in particular that i think kind of stands out ricky tiedemann of course um ricky tiedemann is going to be that inning or whenever he pitches going to be must see now when we talk about lighting up the radar gun we have a few contenders on both teams we have zulueta who i saw recently he hit 100 on my radar gun multiple times and old mary is a little slow she doesn't like to she doesn't like to throw up the triple digits very often. You know, I've only Old got gray Mary, she ain't what she used yes, to be. Yes, exactly. Well, she's 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 pretty new actually. She's 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 a high caliber, high quality, you know, stalker gun. I sure. love that you but, call your radar gun Mary and I <laughs> I call you, mine Roundy McRidge. You gotta name it though, you know. I named it after my grandmother. But anyway, so old old Mary, you know, she doesn't throw up the triple digits very often and uh you know, I got a few from Zulueta. He was sitting 98, 99, uh, and I was right behind home plate. And, uh, you know, I had my own gun, wasn't going off the stadium radar. These were legit triple digits. So um, he's a guy that I think can hit 101. He has this season. I think he's a contender uh, for, you know, for, for fastest pitch, we'll say. Um, Hunter Brown is certainly in contention. Um, I think Zulueta will probably throw harder than him. Um, but Brown, you know, upper 90s type guy. Uh, he can hit triple digits. It's happened before. Wouldn't shock me. Um, Bayo, if he was uh, or is at the Futures game, uh, can hit triple digits. But I don't know if the Red Sox are going to tell him to really air it out. Uh, Pedro Martinez, you know, a la all-star game at Fenway Park in, you know, 99 style. But um, you never know. Um and then on the National League side, I think the clear pick is probably Bobby Miller. It's certainly not Jared Schuster. Um, no knock on Jared Schuster. The man can pitch. But um, Bobby Miller, I think, is probably the guy most likely to hit 100, 101. Cade Cavalli's a dark horse. Uh, Mike Burroughs throws pretty hard. You know, Kelly, as I mentioned before, throws pretty hard. Yuri Perez throws pretty hard. Um, but 
I do think it's still probably Miller. Um, it's his best tool. We're talking about the fastball velocity, just the raw velocity. Few guys can match the power in Miller's right arm. So yeah, I think that um, I think those are the guys that I would pick. Ultimately, if I had to put my dollars on the line and pick one guy, I think I'm going to go with Zulueta. Um, I just think he's the easiest one to hit, potentially like a 101 where, you know, I think Brown is more like a 99 or a hundred top out. Um, Bayo, like I said, there's a question there if he's even, you know, at the game. Um, and then, you know, I think that Bobby Miller, probably a hundred, he could maybe top out at 101, but more likely 99 or a hundred. Um, so yeah, I think it's, for me, I think it's going to be a battle between, you know, as we kind of break it down here between Miller and uh, and ultimately, what what my pick was, uh, which is Zulueta. Well, we'll talk more about too. we'll talk more about pitchers here in a second. We'll get my kind of guesses on that subject right after this ad break. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about using Indeed is how it does a lot of that organizational work for me. I can sort through candidates. I can respond to them. I can schedule interviews all through Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses, including Baseball America, that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Baseball America. Just go to Indeed.com slash Baseball America right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Baseball America. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back. So, you know, you gave your picks. I think, uh, I mean, we, we mentioned that I haven't seen Yuri Perez before. Um, that would be my guy. Like, I, he's one of the guys in the, in the minor leagues that I would buy a ticket to see. Um, he's, I, I, there are no superlatives anymore for Yuri Perez. What he's doing right now is special. It's, I mean, I remember talking to a scout saying like, yeah, he was pretty good the other day, he did this next thing. I said to him, you know, you know, that was his worst start in like three months, right? Like, Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah, he walked like three guys, punched out nine, like six, one, two run innings. Like, yeah, that was his worst start in a while. Last start out, you know, 10 punch outs in six innings with two hits. One was a, a solo home run, one was a duck snort over the, the right side. Just dominating. And the man started the season at 18 years old. He's powerful. He's coordinated. He's athletic. He's big. His makeup, at least his, his you know, makeup within the clubhouse, from what I hear, is off the charts. This is going to be a guy who, frankly, this is a dark horse to throw the hardest pitch of the game. He's touched 99 as a starter this year. Um, yeah. 
if he really wants to air it out, I bet you he got a couple clicks more. My bet would be on Bobby Miller too. Um, and right. you know, you mentioned Antoine Kelly. I saw him two years ago, and the first inning it was like, oh boy, and the next two or three innings I was like, oh boy, you know, this guy is nasty, just you know, mayonnaise in the sun level nasty, just <laughs> disgusting college dorm room after a Saturday night, nasty, just funky. And, you know, throwing hard, you know, that two-plane break, sweepy slider that nobody has a chance on, whether you're sweeping it away or putting it on the, you know, on someone's shoe tops. He looked so much like, like a Josh Hader type. It's not even funny. And I don't like to, it's not, that's not a comp, but I mean, it's hard because comps are bad. And I don't, it's just hard not to to evoke an image of that guy, especially considering what organization he's playing for. Um, you know, that was just a fun guy to watch. Um, uh, who else do I like here? You know, I heard a lot about Hunter Brown. I've never seen him, but sounds really good. You know, Wilmer Flores is a nice little pop-up guy. Yeah, um, Wilmer Flores is a good one. Um, Taj Bradley. I think my last regular season minor league game of the year last year was Taj Bradley versus Quinn Priester in the playoffs. And I said regular season, but I meant pre-fall league. So it wasn't regular season, it was postseason. But, oh man, those two guys went, you know, you know the, the Lockhorns, the Lockhorns, the old uh, comic from the, the newspapers. I am aging myself so badly and I'm not even that old. But yeah, they, you lost me and I'm older than you. Yeah, well, I mean, I, as Teddy Cahill, our college writer, will tell you, I am... I'm 37 going on 97 or I'm 97 going on 197. I think I'm found in some versions of the Bible. I'm so old or at least biblical times. Like I'm triple digits in age and I certainly feel it. Anyway, Taj Bradley and Quinn Priester. That was an epic duel and really fun to watch. Just breaking balls and fastballs and high 90s and changeups and all sorts of good fun stuff to watch on a crisp fall day where you're not, you know, shivering in mid mid uh, or in early season or sweltering in the mid, uh, the beginning of the season. Um that was fun. And you know we haven't you know, anybody else. Oh, Zulouette I would want to see Tiedemann, you know, never seen him. Um yeah, it's a really good group of of arms. And you know, one one wild card if if we could get him on the mound, Mason win. Like I bet you he could crank it up pretty hard. Like he's got oh, the best—he's got the best throwing arm in the game, not pitching arm in the game. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, you know, a couple of things I mentioned on Twitter that I wanted to see. Um, I want to see Taj Bradley and Yuri Perez as the starters because those two are nasty, and I've been trying. I'm hoping they would line up in the Southern League, and they always miss each other by a day. Come on, ones in the two Florida arms. Who are really young and really good, put them on to start. Get Bobby Miller pitching to Henry Davis as a battery, two Louisville teammates, and get Anthony Volpe at shortstop when Jack Leiter's pitching because you got two Del Barton high guys. That's you know free PR advice for the powers that be for uh, for your managers, Mike Sosha and who is the and Jimmy Rollins. There you go, boys. If you're listening to that, there's some cool made-for-TV storylines that you got right there for free don't have, i'm not charging you a dime um we should probably wrap this up pretty quick because i think you and i are both you know ready to go on to whatever we're doing next uh any final thoughts on you know before you fly out to los angeles here in what three days uh pre-prospect pad pre-futures game um all that good stuff and then you know, any any final thoughts 
No, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, just experiencing the the entire process, uh, being out being out in LA, getting some some good LA eats as well, right? You know, um, your way, you gotta get some good food. Uh I don't think that's a rule that. based on my travel. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know you don't do that unless there's grill. Like you know, you go for the yeah. Oh yeah. Grill. I mean, Mon- like, there's Mongolian we all grill. Have our, we all have our things. Like when I'm in Florida, you know, I just uh, I eat a lot of subs from Publix. Like just you know, you do certain things in certain places. But um, yeah, exactly that too. But I'm 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 honestly very much looking forward to you know the entire process. And uh, there's so many players. I mean, both rosters I think are pretty loaded. Um, you know, there's not too many, not too many players. I'm, I wouldn't be terribly excited about. Um, so I guess my last question before we wrap this up is uh, pick a futures game MVP for me. Okay. Let's see. I usually do this and I should have, should have had one prepared. You know what? I'm going Ellie De La Cruz. That's a bad, bad man right there. Right. He can do a lot of things on the diamond. He can hit the ball 400 feet from. He's uh, the 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 Dayton broadcaster had a great stat the other day. He hit home runs from the both sides of the plate for the first time in a long time in Dayton history, and then he did it again three days later. Like wow, I've seen a lot of things in the minor leagues. I've only seen one guy hit home runs from both sides of the plate, I think, and that was Rodolfo Castro. Um, but that's a bad man. He could hit. You probably take one out of Dodger Stadium in batting practice. He's got a, na- a a huge throwing arm. He's got like plus or better speed. He'll swing and miss for you. That's fine. But in a futures game setting, he could he could be a you know Mister Electric on both sides of the field. All right, so I'll turn it back on you. Who's your potential futures game MVP? Sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna reach a little bit deeper here. There's plenty of options. Obviously, I'm gonna go with the American League side. We're going to keep my homerism going today. And I'm going to go with Zidane Raffaella of the Boston Red Sox. And I'm going to tell you why, because I think he can impact the game in so many different ways. He could steal a base. He could have a couple of extra base hits. He could steal a home run. He could, he could even play shortstop and make a great play. So I think, you know, with, with Raffaella, I think there's just so many things that he can do in a given game. Uh, and he's so electric that if he gets the opportunities, he gets the at-bats, uh, and he gets a hold of a ball, you know, he's aggressive. He's going to go up there. He's going to look to put some stuff in play. He's going to probably get some fastballs. So uh, yeah, he's dead pull hitter. So I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens there because uh, I think he might be a fun one, you know, um, because he's the kind of guy kind of player where he's going to show up to the futures game exactly the same way he'd show up to like a playoff game. You know, he's going to play hundred percent. It's going to be all out. It's going to be high effort, high energy, uh, and he's just a blast to watch play. I remember, you know, dating back to when he was with Lowell. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to pick my Lowell guy. I'm going to go with Sedane Raffaella. He keeps his magical season going, gets the Futures Game MVP. All right. This is another <laughs> edition of the Hot Sheet Podcast. Geoff, Jayosh, Bear, Parrot, signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.